Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! Hello. Oh, have you started recording? I have started recording oh indeed. Okay. Indeed, I'm just a flea bag. Nobody, Nobody loves me. Send me to me. See, I just wanted to start like that. Yeah, but we sang that song in the last episode. Did we? Surely, yes, we did. Yeah, I was listening to the episode this morning. Do you know what? There's nothing wrong with it because I feel like the children need to know that this song is a moment. I think we need new songs. Though. What songs have released since then? Jesse, has Jesse dropped anything? As who? Jesse, our Jesse, of Little Mix. Oh right, that's she. By the time oh. this episode, exactly. <laughs> by the time this episode is out, she will have dropped her song featuring Nicki Minaj. Boys, I'm very confused about Jesse though. So she did this interview with Glamour magazine. I don't know if you've seen clips of it or not, where mm-hmm. she's talking about being herself. Oh, what was finally. that? Was that an email? No, it was just up. a notification to say that many of my files were deleted. Oh great. Any Hoselbees, what were we talking about? Yeah, we need a new song. Jessie Has there not the been interview. a new song released since the last episode? There's been new songs and things happening. I'm trying to think from the top of my head real fast right now. What song? But Adele's coming. Oh, there we oh, go. This. She's coming. And girl, do you know all the number 30s that we've seen everywhere? We saw it down the road from us, didn't we? Well, by the time this episode comes out, she will have come. No, she wouldn't have. Okay. I was going to say, do we need to record two alternatives? <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I'm going to edit this out. She will have come. <laughs> Adele, we know you're listening. We love you so much. Please come on the podcast. Because we're like, so silly. Like, we, we're friends, Adele. Could you imagine if she did? Girl, what's your favorite, like, people were talking about their favorite, like, three Adele songs recently. Okay. What, what are your favorite three Adele songs? Or, like, bounce on great songs of hers about. I... I, I, uh, which is my same. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumor has it. Because mm-hmm. rumor has it. And I want to say Chasing Pavements. Great choices. What about you? I know which ones. Go on. Set Fire to the Rain. Yeah. Rolling in the Deep. No. Ooh. I love it. Obviously, it's really hard to pick the with Adele. You know what I mean? How many albums has she got? Had two. She's had three. Three. 19, 21, and 25. I haven't listened to 25 yet. You've listened to Hello. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello is an amazing song. Okay. Um, I can't guess you the two. Um, Turning Tables, which is my absolute favorite. It literally kills amazing. me every time. And I Miss You from 25. Oh, I don't it know that song. F- I played it before. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, your memory with English songs. <laughs> Did I like it? You were like, it is the most bravest and intelligent creations in the world. In history. Hello. It's me. I've been wondering if after all these times you'd like to me. Oh my god, look at you remembering English lyrics. Everything. Sharara, sharara. This is Sharara. But I don't healing. Oh, Sharara, good. Oh, look at you do it. Look at us two doing a crossover. Honestly, who would have ever thought that this would be the life of what's happening right now? Anyway, how are I you? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Welcome everyone to the You Don't Love Me Boys podcast. Oh yeah, shit, that's who we are. Yes, this is who we are. I am Amir. I am the one with one A and this is my husband, Amir, with two A's. Oh my God, do we say Amir now on this podcast? 
What do we say usually? Have we said armor on this podcast because we feel like it depends who the listeners are. What? We always introduce ourselves as armor and armor. But you just said depends on who the listeners are. No, but now are. I feel like we should. Do we don't. More. We don't send one stream to the Caucasian no, <laughs> section and one to South Asia. Okay, but we should go with both. Yeah, we'll say whatever we want. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. My name's Tom. His name is Jerry. <laughs> there we go. Ah, oh, that was funny. I know, um, I'm a comedian. So today we are talking about something rather interesting, which is diversity. Oh, diversity. Diversity and inclusion. I wonder whether people are sick and tired of hearing that. You know what? Yes. Okay. I think... A lot of people are tired of hearing it. But I question, other people are tired of hearing about it, the ones that don't suffer from the issues around it? Possibly, but surely the people who are fighting for diversity and inclusion are also tired of hearing it as yeah, well. Yeah, I am also tired. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Drag what I mean? Me. Because it's like, oh, you constantly talk about it. And then it's like, oh, why are they nagging us about this again? And then you get tired of talking about it. They get tired of hearing it. And you kind of go back to square one until it boils and then you go back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's sort of a, a turning table, isn't it? Should but, I give up? But we need... Oh, or should, should I just, I just keep pushing rain? diversity? I think you should continue like rolling in the deep. <gasps> this is a good Adele song. Should I give up or should I just keep pushing diversity even if it leads to no increase in pay? Yeah. Thank you. She's a singer, songwriter, actress, actor, comedian, model, a scientist, the works, boots. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it, though? <laughs> you do it all, honey. You do it all. But, right, diversity. What does diversity actually mean, though? What do we mean by it? Diversity, for lack of a better term, in my opinion, means not just white. What does the dictionary say, babe? Google it. Oh, let me check. Yeah, let me Google it. Whilst Amory goes away in Google, I will entertain you with my take on diversity. Amory just said it means not just being white, but also means not just being male. I just looked at my phone and the last thing I searched was Ashwarya Rai pregnant. But she's not pregnant. She is one celebrity who has a pregnancy rumour about her at least once every year. And who starts it, babe? Probably me. No, I don't. She was at fashion, uh, Paris Fashion Week. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Wasn't too keen on the outfit, but she uh, she looks wow, fab. Wow, get out. And then she was in get Dubai out. straight away. Okay, not straight away. Babe, you need to get this Google definition. You just took over my turn. That is not diverse. Okay. That is not diverse in the podcast. Can you believe he would do this to a person that's younger than him? Okay, According to the Cambridge Dictionary, it is the fact of many different types of things or people being included in something, a range of different things or people. <laughs> I'm so sorry, what? So it means loads of different people from different backgrounds being included in something that's got loads of different things happening. It means everybody and everybody. Right. Yes, God. That's really not a great... That's not the best definition. Like, Are you arguing it, with the Cambridge Dictionary? Right, listen, I'm here for Oxford Dictionary, personally. Oh, I'm not going to research another one, but that's well, what Well, wow, means. that's not very diverse of you and not very inclusive of you, <laughs> Shut is it Shut up. Wow. <laughs> you're here practicing and preaching diversity and inclusion. No, I'm not. I'm just asking for well, it. Well, you, you're asking for it. 
I'm dying for it. So why is diversity important? Um, I really got you there. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't well, why? know. Like, on a serious level, why is it so important to have diversity? Honestly, the reason why I think diversity is important is from a selfish point of view so that I can have more opportunities and I can be equal to my um, counterparts that don't look like me. So, what, so equality, essentially. Yeah, diversity is important because it enables equality or it, or it's a, a stepping to, stone to equality. Mm, and I agree with you. And for me, I, I am very passionate about this because I want the next generations to be able to see themselves in the generations above and I want it to get better for them when it comes to um, diversity. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's the same with me as well. Although, you know, things are changing and they are moving forward, which is great. There's still obviously a lot of work to be done. But what I tend to find is that there is always a diversity season that happens once every few years and there's a quota that's filled and then it's closed off, which I find really annoying. Mm. And, you know, you can't... Oftentimes I tend to find it's... uh, In the Western world, at least, it's white people... And then it's everybody else. And I don't think it should be that. I don't think that symbolizes diversity. Maybe that's where we're at and that's how we have to do it. But I don't necessarily agree with it. I think everyone can sit on the table um, and have equal opportunities. And honestly, we, we, you and I, we do push for that. And it is happening and we have seen it. And I'm really proud of us for doing that. Mm, um, me too. And we've just got to carry on doing that. See, I'm really, really proud of us, of the... Um opportunities that we've created for ourselves uh-huh. by pushing through the door and pushing, breaking the window. and But it hasn't just come smoothly, babe. Like, you know, diversity and opportunity, um, especially for people of colour, it's not a smooth transition. It, it really is us having to, like, you know, shake the table. Oh, 100%. And, and, and make... You see, right. You see it with people. You feel it from people, how uncomfortable they can be when you reach certain milestones and you get something, but, and like, you don't see the pain and the, the, everything that goes behind it, you know, to, to even get to equality or get to a, a, a certain level. And I used to know a girl who used to say to me, Oh, you're right. Jammy, you get right. Jammy gigs. She gets to live in Thailand for four years and gets married abroad and doesn't have the same trappings as family as I do. But Lord help me if I got a better grade than her in uni. It was like, oh, you're well, Jamie. You're you you have the right Jamie gigs. So I'm like, you don't know the first thing about me. I, I and what it took kind of me stuff. to get to this point. I whereas for that. you, that wasn't the case. I hate that one. But oh, you you know you you got right in there. I'm like, you have no idea what yeah. it took to get right in there at all. It took way more than it would take you because you know I've seen white people walk into something, waltz into something that I've had to like blood, sweat and tears and be so much better than them to get there. A hundred percent. But then also another way to look at it is um, sometimes people with good intentions say, okay, do you know what? I, I need to be a little bit more diverse. So I'd like to create an opportunity for a person of color, for example. Um, and they do that, but they can't find the people to take up that space. Mm. Or they can't find, uh, you know, people who are suitable, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I don't want to give specific examples, but I have heard of it, you know, where somebody has said, oh, I've known of people who said, look, I want to create this opportunity for, you know, a person of color and they're all refusing it. (laughs) Or um, 
you know, or when when I was younger and I would do modeling and stuff, they said, we just don't have South Asian. Um, uh, we just don't have South Asian model, models coming forward. Or like, if you look in soaps, I think the first gay kiss happened in 2003 um, on, on British television. But, you know, I, I think to myself, well, would a South Asian couple have done it? Do you know what I mean? Go on. So uh, she, she has her hand up. Interesting viewpoints with that. So I think sometimes the approach from people is incorrect towards people of color. Okay. I, I think some people can get offended with like, I just want to offer you this opportunity, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, okay. You want to offer me this opportunity, but you don't need to phrase it like that because it, it, it sometimes can feel like you're lesser. Yeah, it, it can feel like you know. Some I want to offer you this opportunity, as you know, you know, because you're a person of color and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't want to be offered offered the opportunity because I'm a person of color. I want to be offered the opportunity on merit, and that is what equality is. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yes, okay. You you're trying to be more inclusive, which is fair, but be inclusive to the point where you're getting the best of the best still. Because guess what? We're sickening, you know. And yeah. where skin tone is secondary. Yes, yes, and that's what we're gonna. I had a and we are going through an uncomfortable. We are going through an uncomfortable phase right now. And unfortunately, things have to be uncomfortable for it to get better. Absolutely. I mean, I had a publication approach me um, to do some work with them. And they said, you know, the reason why we're talking to you is because we just want a brown person to do this. Mm. And I was, and I did it to, for, I don't do it anymore. But like, I did kind of, that didn't sit well with me because I was like, oh, there has to be more to me than just that. Whereas now, you know, with some of the brands and stuff that we work with, um, I don't see that at all. Oh, no. I, I, I like the fact that, you know, some of the brands that we work in, and this is, you know, I'm sorry we're dipping out in, in out of negative and positive here, guys, that listen, but you, yes. you all know what we're like. Yes. This is on a positive side as well, because I think last time we talked about this, it was very all negative, but we worked really hard to br- trying to break in, break this down. And some of the brands we're working with, it's great because I we've ne- we're not approached, uh, we never talked about the color of our skin or anything. It's not like, you guys are really fun to work with. You guys are really yeah. funny. Oh my God, you guys are great. Like, great chemistry, great this, great that. And it's like, oh, this is really nice. Yes, it this is. This is what yeah. it must feel like for everyone else. Yes, yeah. No, that that has definitely been uh, a point that has been noted. But hey, so basically what we're trying to say is diversity is an issue and we're fixing it. You welcome world. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not, we're, we're, we're not fixing it. I think people of colour... I can only speak from the South Asian, you know, our background as well, especially. We face so many unique challenges. And the thing is, we're not trying to get get everyone to, like, understand every single challenge because as I keep saying to some people when I've had the conversations, even recently, notice my tone, <laughs> you will never understand where I come from. Oh, you will 100%. never get it, no matter how many times I need to try to tell a story, and I can't even tell it all because it's too heavy, it's too much. So you don't need to try to keep understanding. You don't at all. You just need to ensure you are um, fair and equal. I remember doing um, some consultative work with this wonderful brand, which I can't talk about because I'm on NDA, under NDA. Um, But I remember just being on this, what was it, an hour long or two hour long call where we just had to explain the concept of being South Asian and Islam <laughs> and how the two are not the same and how not all Muslims are the same and what a non-Muslim is. And I was like, well, like we all, we just live a stone th- throw away from each other, but there's just so much that um, you don't know. Um, 
and you know the stuff that I don't know as well. Like I, I just learned about the concept of what is it called, Builders Friday or something. Yeah, Builders. Yeah, build. I've told you, well, it'll, slip, it'll slip your mind because you don't give a fuck about it. No. Um, Builders Friday, the um, Friday before Christmas. Why is it called Builders Friday? Because like the workmen used to always go out on that Friday and like get drunk in the north and stuff. Oh, how nice! Well, there you go. The more you learn, but hey, here's another point, which I find really interesting, babe. Um, you know, in my opinion, and uh, and you know, what from what I've read in books, I think certain things, as far as leadership is concerned, uh, or even just human nature, what people do like uh, and aspire to is power and control. There is an element and a level of it within us all. I firmly believe in that anyway. Psychological studies that that have been proven to show that as well. Yeah. What about South Asians creating a South Asian quota for South Asians? So I'm South Asian and then I'm like, I'm going to create an opportunity for other South Asians and like, Kind of sitting on top of it all and not allowing anyone to climb above, like get a, get oh, ahead gatekeeping. of you. Gatekeeping. So yeah, now we've yeah. got to drag our community. <laughs> yes. You know, we are equal. See, this is diversity and inclusion. Mm, We're equal. We hate everyone. But this is the thing. Once you actually get to the point where you can be equal, you can start dragging everyone equally. Yes. Um, we, in, in, you know, the South Asian community, especially in the entertainment world and all these industries that we, we, we've been dipping our toes in, like, there are, there are gatekeepers, complete gatekeepers. Babe, are you okay? What are you doing? I'm just licking the soundboard. Why? It feels nice <laughs> on my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, throw me off, you little bitch. Um, anyway, yeah, there are, there are gatekeepers. And again, we have some that are like, I'm going to give you this opportunity to do this and do that. I'm not, oh my God, I'm going to turn this right, bitch, for what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to shut the fuck up because I don't want to say like. Go on. Oh, I'm going to talk about that. Oh yeah, like I'm going to give you this amazing opportunity. You can just be a door, bitch. Like be at the door and take the tickets and opportunity. <laughs> and these opportunities are given to people that, are, that have been way more than that in their fucking life. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay, you better can... edit that right out now. Okay, I'm going to edit that out. Take a pause no, you don't have to. Oh, do we not? Can I keep it in? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. And it's like, oh, no, no. People don't want their 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 shine to be stolen or them to be overshadowed by anyone else. The thing is, when oh, you come from wrong, a, guys. when you come from a place of abundance, you mm-hmm. realize that there's enough space for everyone. And you know, the powers that be create that hysteria and create that panic to state that, hey, look. We can only do one brown at a time. And so you you start having this crab mentality develop whereby you know you're not good enough for that opportunity. You're not going to ever get it, but you're going to tear other people down. And then one of them shines uh, through it all. And, you know, they may not necessarily want anyone else to get to um, get ahead of them either. And it becomes a really toxic environment, um, which always makes me laugh because... What I know deep down inside is that there's plenty for all. You know, there's there's enough opportunity for us all to um, thrive and shine. There really regardless is. of what our skin tone, color, creed is. You know, that's that very much is uh, secondary. Um, so yeah, there is that um, there is that element of um, 
yeah, so I, you know, I'm doing this amazing uh, paid piece of work where I get to do yada, yada, yada. But by the way, there's, you know, something free happening over here that I can't be asked doing, so you might as well do it. And, you know, yeah, grateful, thanks. But then in hindsight, I'm thinking to myself... Sorry, I just had to pause it there. To have a little bitch. <laughs> to have a little uh, bitch I'm epiphany. Just, we are just bitching here. You must be living for this, guys. Bitch epiphany and biffany. Um, Ooh, I love that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you have gatekeepers within gatekeepers. You have like, you know, oh, I'm going to do all this for my community and these are the people who I'm representing and I'm helping out. But God forbid one of them surpasses you. It's like, oh, how dare you? Um, which I think is really, really bizarre. It's really annoying for all. Because... And I love it when our friends succeed and, you know... <laughs> the vast majority of our friends are more successful than we are so um yeah i'm happy it's wild to me because when i see the success of people around me you know my friends or even other people of color or just my friends anyone yeah I'm my friends li- just i'm just living i am like absolutely i feel like it's me i feel like i won yeah like their win feels like my win and i'm so like you know we've had talks before i'm like oh my god but i'm just so happy for this person that They've done this because it's it it just is incredible to see and they deserve it, you know. And it's interesting that you know I meet as I'm meeting more and more people as we're doing more and more things. We it's a very div- split where you meet people that are very happy for people and you meet others that can't be. No, a hundred percent. I a hundred percent. And I think agree. a lot of that is coming from the fact that we are now pushing for more diversity and we are starting to slowly get it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And some people, unfortunately, it's not that they, it's not the, I don't think the issue might be like, you know, they don't want diversity. I think the issue is they liked how it was before because um, a lot of, a lot of us were just quiet before and yeah. got on. And now we're not quiet and we're asking for our equal rights and our space on the table and equality. It's not like, oh shit. More competition and there's this and that's the issue. Well, you know, I agree with what you're saying to a point. I do think that we are asking um, for uh, our space on the table, but I don't think this is the first time that it's been done. So Mm. this is a cycle. You know, if you look back at some of the... Yeah, peaks and troughs. Like, you know, when I talked about the first gay kiss and stuff, I remember when... um, I think it was called My Laundromat, a film that came out and it was a gay film and one of the characters was South Asian, um, or at least he was South Asian presenting and that was in the 80s. Then if you look at certain South Asian shows that were prominent in the 90s and 2000s uh, and then now we don't have them. So there's it, there, it's always cycles in my opinion and that's the reason why you can't take your eye off the ball and we're asking for it again and we are seeing change come through, which is fabulous, um, but we've just got to keep on... Uh, pushing for it until it well and truly becomes uh, part of our subconscious. But we're going to take a little break here and we will come right back. And I want to talk to you about equality. We are back. Hello back, back, again. Back, back, back again. Yes. All of them bitches are better than Manchelin Malibu babbling. Anyway, Sorry. we were talking about diversity and equality. I want to mention the first gay kiss thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I found out the first said the first gay kiss was in 2003 or whatever. And I found out it was actually in 1987, Malta Mouse Gay Kiss in EastEnders. However, Ooh. I haven't researched it fully, but I'm looking into it a bit now. I think 
we I sort of both right because I think Section Twenty Eight came and then there was not an, another gay case. It just shows the impact of Section Twenty Eight. There you go. Fucking hell, there Margaret you go. Thatcher. What the fuck did you do? I know. Hope she's um, anyway. She's dead. <laughs> Whatever. Well, he is hoping that. Well, thankfully, part of her. You're, you're trying. I'm not really to say trying. Horrible. I'm really trying to say something not horrible. But... <laughs> this is he well, is she's hoping. dead now. He's hoping that, um, yeah, so she's not here anymore, but like she's... Uh, I've got it. I've got it. I'm doing Bob's impression of Utica. <laughs> Bob's impression Weird. of Utica of you and Margaret, of, of like doing this Margaret Thatcher thing. Yes, with regards to Margaret Thatcher, he's hoping that the remnants of her hurtful legacy are quick disappearing and completely vanish. That was good. Speaking of dirty Tories, I'm joking. Yeah. Ooh, um, but oh, it was interesting how the Conservative Party held their annual conference in Manchester this year. Well, they did that for a reason, didn't they? For the drama. And, yeah. Uh, so, oh my God. Yeah. Right. So like the gays um, were posting about it. I mean, how can Twitter, you not get a venue in funny. London? The gays are all tweeting about it, right? And they're talking about um, how on Grinder there were so many people visiting. Really? And they're like, and they're questioning. So, and people, and all the gays in Manchester, like, loads of them putting like no Tories in their bio. And oh um, anytime someone messaged some of them, they're like, um, are you a Tory? Are you a Tory? And there's, I need to show you some of these screenshots of people being like, you shouldn't judge people on their political views. The Tory party are great for the gays and stuff. And then uh, one of the, one of the gays in Manchester was like, one of them actually has a picture of them playing polo. One of us like horse playing polo with like a polo shirt on and everything. Oh, how fancy. And how I'm lovely. Like, it's like, you know them stereotypes that you think about? It's yeah. It's real. But it's really weird. I've been, when I've been working around Manchester, I have seen some very interesting looking people. Like, really? Not like normal, those gays and goths, like very <laughs> Tory looking. Um, what else, Amir? Um, what about diversity in the corporate world, babe? Oh, diversity in the corporate world. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why bring this topic up? Um, it's not really there. I think. The, oh wow! She at, went there at the top of the chain. There is always a straight white man. Almost always is a straight white man, regardless of what it, what industry it is. Take your pick. And do you know what? I've worked in a fair number of industries, and I've had the pre- pleasure and privilege of um, the what, babe? The pleasure and privilege. What's that? pleasure village i've had that of um, engaging with you know people who are at the top of the um, food chain because i always charm my way to the top which is fine and i've been underwhelmed a lot of the times and i've Girl. and i've i've met managing directors who have gone red in the face and have lit you know practically thrown their toys out of the pram over something tiny and um, you know, I had one uh, managing director who was talking about how he missed golfing during a pandemic and he just didn't understand why he couldn't do business over golf. And I was like, um, I'm not even allowed to step foot in another building apart from a supermarket in my own home, let alone you playing golf. And like, People you know, are dying love. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of craziness. Um, so it is becoming more diverse, but what I tend to find is they will only hire people who are yes people, who adhere to their own views, but also personalities as well. I have, I shouldn't really say it, but I have seen people of color in senior positions whereby if I closed my eyes, 
and heard what they were saying, you would not be able to distinguish them between um, them and their Caucasian counterparts. So very pretty and Rishi. Um, yeah, yes, very pretty Patel and, and Rishi Sunak. Um, sometimes I, I, I feel, you know, when I've kind of had them to a side and spoken to them, they've had slightly different views, but then they snap out of that and go back into that mode. And, you know, I've even had um, times where, like, all the sales managers are men and there's one uh, female sales manager. But the way she carries herself, and don't get me wrong, women are not homogenous and everyone is is different. But the way she carries herself is very much like one of the boys, even with the way she dresses. Pants and... Um, shirt no no dresses and stuff and i always there's nothing wrong with that which is uh, this is what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with that but i thought it was very interesting that they had hired her in that position and i just thought to myself what if you had somebody who looked very different and had a very different um point of view would you have given them the same opportunity. You mean more that's more feminine presenting. Somebody who's more feminine presenting maybe comes from a different ethnicity, from a different culture, from a different background, from a different economic background. You know, would you have, do you know what, do you see what I mean? I feel like what you're trying to say is um, these people, people of color, women, any, you know, sort of group that's not a straight white man, they have to behave like the straight white man to get, to those places, exactly. even if it means going against every inclination in their bones and body. And I've heard it before, babe. It's like, just just behave like this and get to where you need to be and get the money. Yeah. I'm like, what that must be doing to your mental yeah. health and capacity? And I, also, I have friends how, who do that. How is that going to help anyone in the world? How are we going to even make change if we have to adhere and behave in a certain way? So it's interesting you say that because now it's got me thinking, right? So you see diversity... It isn't just what you, you know, isn't just, okay, let's get people colouring and women in and this and that. Mm. It's about getting authentic, people that are authentic and true to themselves. This well. is, no, absolutely, and I think this is... Um, oh, this one, is really interesting, by the way. It is, isn't it? And this is one great thing that has come out of the recent BLM movement. And I say recent because we've had several others. Um, you know, the, the, the recent one what I have found and what I've seen in the mainstream, or at least in marketing and advertising, is that you are seeing more black faces in scenarios that you may not routinely see black faces, um, or at least being shown, right? So say, for example, a McDonald's advert or something like that, potentially, or a CEO, et cetera, et cetera. And now you're seeing, you are seeing that, but you are not seeing Caucasianized black people Yes. So you're not see, and, and again, everyone can carry themselves however they want. It is your prerogative, and you know, black people are not homogenous, just like South Asians are not, or white people are not. Um, but you know, I culture. have I've heard you know firsthand stories of uh, you know black women saying, "Well, we stopped uh, having our afros, or we started straightening them so that the our hair would look different, not or, out we'd, of choice. or we'd not wear wigs, and you know exactly not out of choice, but uh, as a way of fitting in." But now that is changing, and you know um, there is such thing as black culture, for example, in South Asian heritage, and 
the way we conduct ourselves is informed by our backgrounds mm. and we should not have to hide them away in order to progress. So I think in the last BLM movement, that has been challenged. And the second point that I really wanted to make was, um, you know, I love how Lady Phil carries herself. I was thinking about her in the advert. Yeah, so she recently did the LinkedIn advert and, you know, we've I've had the pleasure of... Um, uh, working with UK Black Pride and and we've both met, met her and she's wonderful and I, I love the way she call, carries herself mm. you know she doesn't mainstream herself she's her she's herself she informs well, mainstream stage. what mainstream is her. yes absolutely she, and that's so important for young people to see you yes. don't need to mold yourself into this you know idealistic version of what business is and what it means and what is and that's what i i'm south asian i'm not sorry to interrupt but you know i'm south asian i'm not going to play polo i'm not going to play i'm not going to i remember having this conversation with my uh, with the md not my md sorry i don't have an md anymore but at the time uh, the the managing director that i had i thought to myself i was like oh my god is he going to make me want to play golf and then the other one was like yeah we'll go to the pub and we'll have a gorgeous sunday roast and i was like i don't do those things Give me a curry and sofa any day. Literally. So I thought it was very interesting. Well, what I was going to mention is that um, the, Bar- the Barclays advert and um, I know national, um, do you know the NDA, the, is it National Diversity Collective Standards, whatever it is. What are they called again? The <laughs> I'm, Diversity I'm, Standards Collective. Sorry, DSC. Collective. So, <clears throat> so you know the DSC, the Diversity Standards Collective, who are incredible. Yes. Um, Shout out to um, Asha, who is amazing there, and Richard, who's also amazing there. Okay, yes. And why are we saying that. okay, yes? <laughs> because Richard's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Why are you going all red? <laughs> I'm not going red. Wow, thinking about his symmetrical face, are no, we? Um, I'm, all I'm saying right now is they, they worked on that and they posted about it, so I'm not breaking any NDAs in the Instagram story. And like the importance of you know the people that they worked with on the advert was like, Making sure that the um, that the young black girl in it had her you know natural hair and that she was surrounded by books and pens and like academic stuff and you know trophies and all this stuff and I'm like, oh my god! Now I'm looking back at stuff. I'm like, shit. Then what were we perceived as? Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've spoken about some of these things before, but I'll, it, it's worth uh, you know worth talking about them again. Like, I say, for example, if you had models. It'll, it'll be like all white models and then somebody will say well why don't we have uh, black models or brown models there was a time where if you googled white children it would just be laughing fields blah 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 and if you googled black children it was just um black people with mugshots and stuff and when i was younger when i was doing south asian modeling and stuff and it was like oh do you want to be a part of this for tv oh what is it crime watch you know, you have to portray a criminal. But don't worry, we won't show your face. And I was like, oh, because that's all what South Asians are. Either we're taxi drivers, we work in corner shops, we're doctors or we're criminals. And that's not true. That's just Anyone simply not true. Everyone can be anything they want to be. And that's the thing. And I'm I'm learning that now at my big old age that, you know, growing up, it's like... Oh, sorry. Are you done there, love? I'm love. Okay. Yeah, I'm done, love. Okay, love. Love. Anywho... Um, yeah, you can be whatever you want to be. And, you know, when it comes to diversity, I think the, the message I want to get across is not like, you know, oh my God, everyone needs to be on tenterhooks. I, I hate that when, it, when people approach me with stuff, with diversity and stuff, I genuinely feel like they're on the edge of their seat or on tenterhooks. So like, oh my God, yeah, we're trying so hard, white saviour, this and that. And I'm a bit like, oh man, I can't be asked with you. 
Like, I just can't just just treat me like everyone else. Just treat you know what? if you if you treat people like shit, treat me like shit. Mm. If you treat people well, treat me well. Yeah. You know, I want you to treat me how you treat everyone else. Yeah, there's a way. There definitely is a way to approach it. I'm just thinking of so many examples. Me and too. And, I'm, and it's just you know, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, somebody can very honestly come up and say, look, we've done an audit and we've realized that we are not as diverse as we'd like to be, but we want to be informed on what diversity means. Would you be interested in, uh, you know, supporting a consultation or, you know, X, Y, and Z, or we've just, we've decided to open the doors for you know, different type of stuff. Something along those but lines. That, that, that's but I then it's like but, DSC are incredible. What yes, they, do they is are amazing. absolutely incredible. But then you have some that are like, hi, we are diverse. It's very much, you know, hi, gay. We're bringing you sashaying offers. It's very, <laughs> hi, brown. We're diversifying you. Do you, application, deadlines, Monday. And then they feel like, yeah, oh my God. And I'm like, fuck off. And sometimes I feel like people want a round of applause. I want a round of applause or flowers given to them for it. And it's like, oh, you deserve flowers for what? Oh my God, go by. For booking us for for our talent and because we'll get you good traction and X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and that's why... um, you know, in like in in America, I've heard of certain uh, collectives, and you know, you have um, people of color collectives that are organizations specifically designed to do X, Y, and Z, and they have a focus for people of color. At one point, I thought maybe that's what we need, but I I I'd like to think that that's not what we need. I don't want to be part of a brown collective. Personally, I want I oh, I don't mainstream, Mitch. Yeah, I want mainstream. I because guess what? You know, diversity is wonderful, equality is wonderful, but we're not there yet. Um, and also, I think people have to really look up the definition of equ- equality because you have great people who are brown. You have some brown people that are nasty cunts, and it's not because they're brown; it's because who they are. Exactly, absolutely. So. Um, I would much rather connect with somebody who's white and, you know, who is black and brown because I get along with them on common ground, not because of the color of their skin. Mm. And like, it's interesting you say that because like equality, we'll only have equality when we don't need diversity and inclusion. Yes, uh, absolutely. And we might not see that in our lifetime. Yeah. So I don't want to be... Guess what? Honey, yes. these motherfuckers are fucked, right? Because a third of these school children are mixed race now. Yeah. And that's going to keep happening. Interracial marriages, interracial, intergenerate, all that stuff is going to keep happening. So then I think to myself, when people make these diversity collectives, you know, where all brown people here, they will become outdated. It will. It will eventually become outdated. But is it because you will have a very white looking person saying, I'm half Indian. But isn't, isn't and that can the I aim? be part of your collective? And it's going to be like, oh, well, we don't know what to do with you. But, you know, no, we don't, I don't, we know. don't work that way. I was, like, like I was saying, like, is that the aim? Do, do collectors want to eventually evaporate because we get equality? And I'm hoping that is the aim because right now we need these things. We need to shake the table. We need to shake the, the money tree, honey. Yeah. And, and we need to get out there. But, you know, we've, we've had opportunities, um, babe, where people like, well, almost opportunities. It's always almost opportunity. And then they sort of realize, oh, God, these, like, are still brown. <laughs> yeah, that does sometimes happen where it's like, okay, we need brown people. But then it's like, okay, no, these are too brown. Let's 
Put in some less brown people and we'll see these. These are a bit too gay. (laughs) They might have people after them because they hate them. I'm joking. Yeah, you know, you have your good, your bad, and your ugly. But diversity is important because um, it reflects British society. Whether you like it or not, Akram. Honestly, literally, and that person that, the person that was on TV, that old white Tahir. man, that was that old white man that was like, we need to squash these, you know, minorities and shit. Like, oh, blah, blah. Was and I'm like, do you know what? Okay, okay, bitch, Wait, let, let me finish. just stop you right there. He was on Channel 5, therefore he's irrelevant. Okay, let me, let me, just, <laughs> let me, yeah, but it was, it was, it was, it was a telly, it was like, what used to be the right stuff. Yes. Um, oh, is there right stuff not going on it's, anymore? It's, I think it's called something else now. They're wrong Correct stuff. me if I'm wrong, people. Um, but I don't think it's Matthew Wright. I think it's someone else in a different show. I have no idea. I don't watch the daytime TV. It's called any, the wrong stuff. Any, now. anywho, uh, it's just really interesting because there's, there's a few ways to look at this. You know, people pick out what these old white men on TV are saying, and it goes everywhere, and they get really angry about it, right? And then there's the other side. And I'm like, this is vile. But there's the other side of me that's like, oh my god, these are spinning out because the younger generations are really fighting against the status quo and they're spinning out because this is the final generation. This is the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And their views are outdated and they'll continue to become outdated until they are no longer considered uh, a viable part of the economy and they will just retire and nobody will care about their opinions because they don't matter. And and they're afraid of that. And look what their views have caused. Brexit means Brexit. And like obviously Brexit's horrible and what's happening he is horrible, but you can't sometimes sit back and I'm like, hey, you're voted for this. You're, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you like bread? <laughs> do you like coriander? Strawberries? Well, tough. Do you like you your favorite lagers, them. your favorite beers? Well, apparently they've relaxed the rules um, for heavy goods vehicle drivers to come to England and essentially ship the food, you know, deliver it. Um, and then that didn't do the trick. Then they relaxed it further because it was they were going to relax it till December. Then they decided to relax it till March, I think. And apparently, only 127 drivers have applied out of um, a vacancy of 10,000. So they actually said, "We need some diversity now." Mm. And the diversity said to them, <laughs> "You fucked us over. Bye." Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. I don't know why I've made myself part of that discourse right now. Me, I'm the driver. Let's go. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, you know, like um, even from a healthcare point of view mm. where I'm hearing about um, duplication of work. And like even with something as simple as a European health insurance card, oh, yeah. you can't use that until it's or unless it's not expired and then you have to have a UK health insurance card for going to Europe. And it's like, well, it's the same thing. We're just having to do more work now. Girl, girl, girl. Okay. The stupidity. So what is the main message you'd like people to take away from this massive rant of an episode? Uh, I would, uh, the main message that I would like people to take away from this is to look at yourself and, and do some introspective work, look at your surroundings and um, try and understand as to whether they are diverse uh, or not. And if they're not, then why? Um, and try and understand as to what you should do about that and do it full well knowing that we are equal and that's equally good but equally bad as well Hmm. what about you what's your takeaway bitch um my the thing i want people to take away is equality 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 you know treat everyone how you know how you would treat everyone like treat everyone the same whether it's good or bad like i want to be treated um the same way but also the another message i want you to take away there 
There are some of us out here, and um, guess what? We're gonna we're doing it, and we're gonna do the damn thing. So if you don't like it, tough shit. Yeah, and if you're missing your golfing holiday in the midst of a pandemic, angry. Connor, <laughs> you shove it up your ass. No. All right. Okay. Obviously, I've anonymized this person. <laughs> I hope someone listening. Hope someone listening is called Connor. <laughs> and he's sat there getting shook. Yeah, if your name is Connor and you're listening, please get in touch. We encourage it. Any hoselbees? I think we have sufficiently lit enough fires and gaslit enough people. <laughs> please don't cancel us. And burned enough bridges that we can call this episode to a close now. <laughs> And watch out for the next episode because it's gonna be a Halloween special. Yes, our next episode. Armor, is this is be... one of Armor. Can I just say the Halloween specials? Right, I don't give a shit. Right, Armor <laughs> loves doing them. I absolutely love doing them. But you just said Armor. Are you talking to Armor or Amir? Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, I'm it's just a fleabag. Nobody loves me, but we'd love you. But you don't, don't love me. me. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. Follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. Follow us also on Twitter at YDLM Boys. And you can also email us on You Don't Love Me Boys at Outlook.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.